Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. It certainly feels appropriate to have our spend less focus on the week that we hear from John the Baptist. Spend less certainly feels like the message of a voice crying out in the wilderness in the midst of this season of plenty. But I think there's even more to mine out in the connection between John the Baptist and the message of spending less this week. And certainly one of the key connections, something that I found in a sermon that I had preached on this week a number of years ago, and it really, the message really struck me as I was thinking about it in relationship to this idea of spending less. Because spending less can also feel like another thing to do. And in fact, it's something very countercultural and challenging in a time when the expectation is for us to do more and more and more. But in reality, while it might involve some convincing of our families of the concept, like trying to tell kids it's okay to get rocks for Christmas, the actual action is something, is not something more, it's actually something less. Less time frantically searching for more stuff to get. Less time worrying about the debt that we are incurring in the pursuit of more. And ultimately then, the less in spending can become something more. More time for relationships. More time for reflection. More time for peace, hope, and joy in this season. Which brings me back to the season of Advent and the call for repentance from John the Baptist. Repent and prepare the way of the Lord. As we think about the Advent season, what it means for us to repent, most often we tend to think about what we can initiate. We ask ourselves, what can I do? How will I prepare for the coming of Christ? How will I shape my experience of the incarnation this year? And this is certainly true when we're actively encouraging you to do something radically different by spending less, so we get stuck on what we are doing. And it's quite easy for us to get caught up in how we can shape and control our experience of God. But I don't think that's what God has in mind, nor what we really need, nor how our God operates in this world. What we do versus what God does is something we confuse an awful lot. In some ways, it's a difficult concept to get our minds around, and in many ways, I think it might seem rather inconsequential to some, but I don't think that's the case. Which brings me back to those words that resurfaced from several years ago. They come from an author, Rosalind Brown, and she describes the difference as it applies to Advent. She says, Advent is a time to recall that it's not our own unpredictable desire for God that shapes our history, but rather God's faithfulness. 
Yes, Advent is a season to make our longings conscious. But primarily, it is a season to become more aware of the God who creates that longing in us. Advent is the season of hope awakened not by our changing circumstances and fickle emotions, but by the action of God in our lives. Igniting the dying embers, setting fire to our passion, and searing us in a way that means we are forever changed and bear the scorch marks of that flame. We shouldn't get through Advent unscathed by God. And a little later she adds, the incarnation is about God taking an unprepared world by storm, gate-crashing our human party and living out among us the vision and model of a new kingdom. As Otto Cassell once wrote, the Spirit of God is something disturbing, driving, for he desires to turf us out of our everydayness. Do we have the commitment to stay in a place of disturbance? the uncomfortable place where the Advent God is. It is rarely safe to long for God and impossible if we are unwilling to be changed. The uncomfortable place where the Advent God is. Sometimes this comes in the way of addition in our lives, and sometimes it comes by the way of subtraction. In the Advent Conspiracy materials for this week, a pastor was reflecting upon the weekly theme and recalls the story of Jesus healing a man with dropsy in the Gospels, a disease where you have too much of a good thing. Fluid builds up in your body, and if not treated, it will kill you. Water, that basic biological building block that we all need, can also kill us if we have too much. So, the story ends with Jesus healing the man by healing this dropsy, this buildup of fluid, so the man leaves Jesus with less of a good thing. And it brings healing and restoration to his life. Spending less is not about depriving our families of gifts at Christmas. It's about re-centering ourselves. It's about reorienting ourselves so that we have room for God to do His redeeming, recreative work within us. Spending less is ultimately about experiencing more of God. It's about receiving more of the joy and wonder and hope that this season was intended to engender. John the Baptist is presented in the wilderness today where he stands with literally nothing more than the shirt on his back, but Luke doesn't limit the scene to John. No, he sets the scene within a context of all of the worldly and religious leaders and powers they knew at that time. John, who has nothing, is put in context of the ones who seemingly have everything. All of the power, the riches, the influence that they could have imagined in their day. They are the ones who could more than fill up the bottoms of their trees with gifts. Yet it's John who stands directing believers 
towards the path of the Advent God who comes refining our lives and offering us a new path free from the burdens of our consumptive culture that has the power to kill us from within. The Advent God breaks into our dead-end world of consumption and excess and says there is another way. Let go of the way of consumption and experience something new, something freeing, something good. Let go of what you think that you have to do and make room for me, God says, to do something new in your life that can bring more transformation and healing to your life because it's bringing more transformation and healing to the world. Most of the stories of transformation that I hear from folks as they go about this experiment about, it revolves around the idea of doing something small and then it builds into something larger. Certainly our plan for this year, we're not planning to do something radically different. There won't be rocks under the tree for Aubrey this year. But we are intentionally going to spend less. And I'm excited to see what God might do through our less to grow our faith and to bless the world. Opening ourselves up to the Advent God is a powerful thing. John announces him as the God of unquenchable fire. And taking the leap into something new can feel like a lot, or maybe it can feel like a little less can feel like an unburdening that frees us for more of what God has always intended for us in community together. We venture out there sometimes just a little at the time, but we venture out because we know that there is more to this life. There's more grace, more hope, and more joy to be found through less. To end, let me share a little poem prayer from that same author that I shared earlier. She said, There are no boundaries to Advent hope. Because there are no boundaries to God, God keeps pushing back the boundaries we try to set and filling us with joy and peace so that we are supplied with hope. And we pray, God of hope and God of healing, ever-turning lives around. Come restore, come re-inspire us, heal the hearts that fear has bound. Hope-filled God, you keep enlarging boundaries we try to set. Raise our sights to new horizons, greater dreams than we dream yet. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.